Likuti Teira, Drushim Leshabas Shuva, page 64b. Shuva Yisroel Chulu. Hine Yesh Beis Bechines Yaakov Yisroel. There are two levels, one level of Yaakov and one level of Yisroel. Ukasiv Lo Yaakov Ye Oma, and it's written that your name should no longer be Yaakov, but you should be Yisroel. In other words, there's a level of Yaakov and there's a level of Yisroel. And here it says, Shuvah Yisroel. So we need to understand what's the level of Yaakov and what's the level of Yisroel. The Ho'inyan and the matter is, Hineinoida is known, Kitachlis Briyas Ha'ilam Asliyas Lo Yisborodira Betachteinim. The whole purpose of creation is that Hashem desired to have a dwelling in the lowest of all worlds. Through the suppression of the sitra achara, the side of unholiness, and the transformation of darkness to light. Because when we say the word oilam, it is rooted in the word helam, concealment. Because this world is the darkness and concealment, which hides and conceals the infinite light, which dwells within it. And the world appears as a separate and independent existence. Now that darkness, that concealment, making the world look like a separate and independent existence, that will be transformed to light in future. Because then the physical eye will see the truth of creation. And how is it precipitated? Through our deeds and avoid during the time of Golos, through the suppression and transformation of the soul from the luumase, in other words, from the opposite side of holiness to the side of holiness. In the fulfillment of that which is written, that you should know today, and you should take it to heart, that Havaya is Elokim, which means that through this knowledge, that today is the moment which we need to take action, even that knowledge itself, we will merit the days of Mashiach tomorrow to receive their reward. And the reward will be that through our Aveda now we will actually physically see the truth in creation. Now, what does Havaya Huhu Alekim mean? In other words, when we say you should know and take to heart that Havaya is Alekim, that Havaya Huhu Alekim is the concept of the upper level of unity, Yehudi 
and Yehuda Tata on the lower level of unity. As he says in the parenthesis, Shiluv Shem Havaya B'Shem Elokim Va'adnai. It is the Shiluv. The Shiluv means that when one name is drawn into the other, so we can go from above, meaning from the name Havaya as it's drawn down into the names Elokim and Adnai. The Shiluv Sheva Elokim Va'adnai B'Shem Havaya. Or one can go from below, which is the Shiluv of the names Elohim and Adnai up into the name of Vayat. Which are represented by the two Pesukim in Krishma. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad is the upper level of unity, Yehuda Ilah, which is the Shiluv of Elohim and Adnai in the name of Vayat. And Baruch Shein Malchus Elohim Vayat is the lower level of unity, which is the Shiluv of Havai in the names, down into the names Hashem Elokim. And through the Yediyah of Shema and Baruch Shem, of Yichud Eilah and Yichud Tata, a person will come to love Hashem. And then they will be able to suppress and transform the darkness to light. That's why we read the Shema twice a day, night and in the morning. Because there continually needs to be this unification of both in the heavens above and on the earth below. Now, we can correlate the twice daily reading of the Shema in the evening and in the morning with the levels of Shemayim and Oretz. As he says in the parenthesis, There is something called the Midas Laila, the Midah of Night, which is the Choshech of the Yehuda Tata, and then there's the Midas Yoim, which is the Oyer of Yehuda Deus, which is also the concepts of that which it says in the passage, Kikel Deus Havaya, that there are two dimensions in the knowledge of Hashem, Shiyesh Beis Deus Shemilamata Lamaila Nikras Yeshmiyain, there is the view, the perspective from below, where we are considered a yesh, and we come from ayin. That is called midas laila. Why? Because it's truly dark. In other words, the light is concealed. What is revealed is the independent existence of the yesh, and therefore that's the midah of night. Whereas the view and perspective from above Ubehepach is the opposite. Where above it's the true yesh, what we call the yesh of Amiti, and below, down here, it's considered as an ayin. That's the middle of day, because day is clarity, and where you have day, there's light, and that is the clarity that the true yesh, the yesh of Amiti, is the true being, and we are considered as nothing. Close the parenthesis. Now, 
just like as in the world in general there is a heaven and earth, so too there is within a person's soul these two levels. Because a person's soul includes four levels, seichel, the intellect, thought, speech and action. So, the levels of the seichel, the intellect, and machshava and thought, they represent the level of shemaim of heaven. Whereas speech and deed, they represent the level of oret, of earth. And although, as is explained in Tanya, that thought is also a garment of the soul, like speech and deed, thoughts are included and are one with the intellect. And you can't express intellect without using letters of thought. It's rather like the turtle whose shell is one with it. Whereas speech and deed are external to the soul. And the soul does not continually express itself in those garments. Only when a person is speaking or doing. Therefore they're called Eretz, earth. And our avoda has to be that of suppressing and transformation the nefesh from the side of unholiness to the side of holiness. Whether it's in the level of shamayim, which as we said beforehand is in the seichel of machshava, or whether it's in the levels of aretz, which is the dibur and the maiser. So that all four levels of Seichel, Mashava, Dibur, and Maisa are focused and are at one with Hashem only. Which means that a person's mind and speech should be full of Torah because Torah emanates from the sphere of Chachma, the Dibarata bomb. We should speak in the words of Torah. And Maisa, deed, is expressed in the second parsha of the Shema, where it says that you should gather your grain, which is a reference to the mitzvah of Stokah. Now, the level of Yehudatata is paralleled with the personage of Yaakov. Yaakov itself, the word Yaakov, is made of two parts. Yud and then Akev. Akev is the heel. heel. Yud bechinas Chachma. Yud, the letter Yud, represents Svira of Chachma. Ubitl, which is also the concept of Bitl. 
And that level of Chochmah and Bittel, the Yud, is drawn down into the Akev, which is the lowest level. Leos is kafivis hapcha, so that it should be suppressed and transformed. Which means that whilst the person is still in the battlefield of suppression and transformation, which then there is manifest the mida of elokim and simsum of contraction, which produces a diverse and separate world, he hake verisboi. Nevertheless, the yud should prevail. For he ikris benevsha adam, and that should be the principle within the soul. Alashemam shebechines yud dahainu shilov havaya belikim vadnai. But what does a person do? He draws down the yud, which is the shilov of el havaya in elokim and adnai. Because Havaya rests in Chochmah. So that's the level of Yaakov. Yaakov represents Yehuda Tato, which is bringing down the name Havaya, which is the idea of Chochmah, within Hashem Elohim, and within Elohim and Adnai, which is drawing down the Yud into the archive. Yehuda Tato. Avel Yisrael, however, in contrast, the level of Yisrael, Kisorisa im Elohim, which is the prevailing over Elohim, Shekvargo varashem Havaya al Shem Elohim, which means that's the level when the name Havaya has already prevailed over the name Elohim, Dehainu Shil of Shem Elohim, Vaadnai Behavaya, which in fact is the upper inclusion of Elohim and Adnai up into the name Havaya. Which is Yehuda Ilah, and therefore one stands higher than the Simsum. The Imanoshim and the prevailing is over men. Anoshim represent the powers which diffuse forth from the name Elohim. Shahim Shluchi Hadin which are the emissaries of judgment and accusation. So now we have and explained the two levels of Yaakov and Israel. Yaakov is the level of Yehuda Tata, and Israel is the level of Yehuda Ilah. And we've explained that Yehuda Ilah is the Shilav of Elohim and Adnai in Havaya, and Yehuda Tata is the prevailing of the Yud down into Elohim and Adnai, that's Yaakov. Seif base. Vehineik sivayar kolom vayiplo al paneim vayimru havayahu Elohim base pa'amin. In the story of Eliyahu and Harakalmel, when there was the contest between the Neviyeh Habal, the prophets of the Baal and Eliyahu Novi, and the fireball came down from heaven and consumed the offering of Eliyahu, the people saw, they fell on their faces, and they said twice, Havayahu Elikim. There's a parenthesis. Which 
close the parentheses. So we need to understand why in the episode of Elio and Harakarmel did the people say Hashem Hu Hu Alikim twice? Why wasn't it enough just to say it once? Why did they say it twice? But the matter is, because in Havaya Hu Alikim there are in fact two interpretations. Ha'alaph, the first is, Shahavayahu Gilead and Sof Baruchu, Bebechinus Ham Shocha, the Hispashtus. The first is that Havaya is a revelation of the Ur and Sof, as it's drawn down and extended. Shehima Bechinus Havaya, the Chesed, Zohar Chastoi, which is the name Havaya as it is expressed with kindness, Lahavis Kol Havoyas, to create the creation. Hu Hu Atzmoi Hu Alikin. So we say, that Havaya, the name Havaya, which is drawn down into the world to create it, that itself is Alikim. V'tzimtum. It's expressed in contraction. Shenistzantzim liyos oilomes nifrodim balikvul. Because that ray, an extension of the Oyrensov, is contracted in this world to produce separate worlds which are defined and limited. With a multitude of various different levels, which this contraction, even though it is a huge symptom in reference to the Oyrensov, which the Oyrensov itself is unlimited, and this symptom brings creation which is limited. Nevertheless, when we say Havaya, we're saying that Havaya is drawn down and expressed in the symptom of creation. Havaya, Because through this process, the name Havaya is brought to create everything, something from nothing. Because without this symptom, the worlds wouldn't at all exist. They would be nullified in their source, and they would be as if they didn't exist. And therefore, therefore the symptom is a representation, a manifestation of Havaya, and it represents the manifestation of that chesed, and it's all literally one with Havaya. Parenthesis, So that's the first Pirush in Havaya, that Havaya, is Elohim, in other words, Havaya is brought down into the Tzimtzum, creating the world, and if it wouldn't be without that Tzimtzum, Havaya couldn't be manifest within the world. Now, let's learn the second Pirush in Havaya Elohim, or Pirush Hashayni, the second Pirush is, This level of Havaya and the drawing of kindness, 
which creates everything. Shal Shem Zenikra Havaya Belosh, which is reason is called Havaya Loshon Hoeve, which is an expression of the present tense. Vaha Yud Shabaroshateva and the letter Yud at the beginning of the name Havaya. Lahoiris teaches us Shahu Mahavatomid that he is continually creating. Harebachinazu, what we're saying is that that level of Havaya, Hurag Bachinas Alokim Vatsimsum, that level of Havaya is itself a level of Alokim and Simsum. Legabeyats Musayim Husayiz Barach. In other words, if we have a look at this name Havaya, which creates the world, we should know that in reference to that which is higher than the name Avaya, that is, Atmos, the very essence of godliness, this name Havaya is considered like Elohim in reference to higher, in reference to Atmos, Kavayochum. Ukamesh Kosovitz says, Ani Havaya Hushimi, I am Havaya, that is my name. Shabachinas Havaya, Eina Elabachinas Shem, which means that Havaya is only a name. Kamei al Derech Moshals, so for example, Shem Ha'odom Avraham, the name of a person Avraham, She'eni Elaluzulosai Likriyosa Bishmoi. A person's name is only used when another person needs to call them by their name. Aval Ein Lahashem Erech Vichus Klalel Atzmusum Husa'odom. However, the name doesn't have any reference to the essence of the person. Because it's not of his essence. And it has no reference to the essence at all. So too, this diffusion of Havaya and kindness from the Oyrensov, to vivify the worlds, and create them something from nothing, it has literally no reference at all and no comparison whatsoever to the essence of Hashem. It can be compared to a ray of light out of the sun, a single ray of light out of the sun. Because He, Hashem, is holy and separate completely from any worldly parameter. And even his name is exalted. It's only a ray of his name that's on the earth. A minute, infinitesimally small fraction. And even then it's only Al on the heaven and earth. Yud Chochma, and even to say the concept of Havaya, of creation, with a Yud in Chochma, the Yud being the Chochma, it says about Hashem himself, and Chakim, he is Chochma, but not with Chochma that we know. It's only possible to say such an idea when we're talking about the chain order of creation. Where there is a chain order from Chachma to Bina, etc. And Hashem is the source of that. For with you is the source of life. Because Hashem is the source of Chachma and Bina. 
But he, Hashem himself, his essence doesn't clothe itself within Chachma. Because Chachma itself comes from nothing. Meaning, it comes from a level called Ayin. Which means that the creation of Chachma itself is not from a chain order of clothing of the earth and Rather, it comes as if from nothing, meaning because it's like a ray out of the sun. And consequently, what is manifest is literally nothing compared to the true Yesha Miti. as is expressed elsewhere. Now this ziv, this ray, is a huge contraction. In reference to the Erensov itself, and therefore, that's the second Pirush in Havaya, that this Havaya, which actually creates all the worlds, is itself a minute, infinitesimally small ray out of the sun, in comparison to higher, comparison to Atmos, and therefore it's considered like Elohim, Havayahu Elohim, in reference to Atmos. And that's what Yaakov said in his Tefillah, If Elohim will be with me, and he will guard me, then I will return in peace to my father's house. And then, Havaya will be for me to an Elikim. Pirush, that when Elikim will be with me, through suppression and transformation and after all those levels, add, until I return in peace, then then I may come to a extremely exalted high level then I will be included within the Sof, literally which is much higher than Havaya until this Havaya which created the world is literally considered like Elohim and Yaakov said that he wanted to be included in the much higher level of Havaya. In the parenthesis, so now we have the two Pirushim in Havaya Hu Huelikim. To summarize, the first Pirush is that the Havaya, the Chesed of Hashem, which comes to create the world, is manifest in the form of Elikim in Simsum, and that creates a diverse world. In other words, Without that symptom, it would not be possible to have the <clears throat> name Havaya manifest within the world. That's one Purushan Havayolikim. A second Purushan Havayolikim is that that level of Havaya which comes to create the world in reference to higher, in reference to the very essence of Hashem, 
is considered like Elohim, because it's a mere ray and fraction of <coughs> the true essence of Hashem. Seif Gimel. He went with the order of things from below to above. And that is the orderly process of tzaddikim who walk before Hashem from one level to the next. That's the Seder of Yaakov. However, somebody who's transgressed, and has sinned, and they have made a, blesh, a blemish in one of the negative commandments, or they have not observed a positive commandment, then they are unable to draw the level Havaya in Elohim, be Yehudi Ilah Tata, either in the level of Yehudi Ilah or Tata, Liosis Kafi of Ishabcha, suppressing and transforming, Me'achashapogam Beshem Havaya, because they've made a blemish in the name Havaya. In other words, somebody who is a transgressor cannot draw the name Havaya into Elikim, they can't perform Havaya Hu Elikim, either in Yehudi Law or Yehudi Tata, because they blemished the name Havaya. Kia mitzvahs nikru mitzvahs Havayim, because mitzvahs are called the mitzvahs of Havaya, Kameshkosa Bezeir HaKadosh, as it says in the Zoya, the Talian Bishmei Kaanovim Beiskala Mimino Umesmala, that the mitzvahs are like grapes which hang in clusters to the right and to the left, to the right are the positive commandments, and to the left, the negative commandments. Now, when we say at night, we say that, if I have blemished the letter Yud of the name of Ayah, and thereby incurring the penalty of stoning. And similarly, when we say in the Vidui of Yom Kippur, Maskid and Skilas Reifa, we mentioned there the four types of capital punishment, stoning, fire, etc. It not only speaks of such terrible sins, Shechayav Aleim Skila Mamish, which literally incur the death penalty of Skila of Stoning. Like an idolater who is literally stoned. Because Torah has many levels. It has the physical and the spiritual. And just like there is the concept of stoning physically for very for 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 transgressing very severe sins, so too there is the concept of spiritual stoning. Al for a sin, which Chazal 
equated with the severe sins. Like Chazal say in the Gemara in Avedazara, the Yidin who live in the diaspora are like idolaters who, who serve the idols in purity. Because what's the idea of serving idols physically? It's one who bows down to the sun and moon. And the reason why a person would bow down to them is because from them comes food. As it says in the passage, that sustenance and food comes from the sun and the moon. Which, although in truth, Influence does come to the world through them. Nevertheless, they are mere emissaries for that influence. And somebody who bows to them, gives them credence as if they are an independent existence. As if they are giving influence from themselves. Now, bowing down physically, is when a person literally bows their head and stature. Similarly, there is also the concept of bowing in a spiritual way. When a person bows and puts aside their own intellect, to something that comes from the sun and the moon. Which are the those who produce the produce. When a person is anxious and worries about Parnosa, income. And therefore, because of that, they engage in some activity, professing that that activity will be the instrument through which the parnasa will come. And although it says, truly, that Hashem will bless you in everything that you will do, so in other words, a person can't sit back and expect Paranasa to come. A person does need to create vessels for it. Nevertheless, it says, Hashem Elokecha, the God, your God, is written. That when a person is engaged in creating those vessels, they need to know that they are merely a vessel. However, the bracha will come from Hashem. So, spiritual avodah is when a person gives credence to the instrument. It's rather like a woodchopper who wields an axe. Yeah, it's not the actual axe that's chopping down the tree. It's the power of the woodchopper. The axe is just the vessel. Similarly, when a person makes kalim for paranos, or vessels for income, they are mere Vessels, they're not the brach itself. The brach is coming from Hashem. So somebody who gives the vessel credence in itself is a spiritual idolater.
Mas ein kenkische Marche des Atachbole Iker Hashpa, Shahubabachinis Nifrod. And therefore, when a person gives the process of making the Parnasa and makes it the principle, then they become separate. And then a person incurs a spiritual death penalty. Because stoning is with stones. In other words, such an approach causes a person to have a heart of stone. And a person cannot open their heart in contemplation to the level of Avaya. Similarly, Chazal say that somebody who gets angry is like an idolater. Or somebody who is arrogant is like an idolater. Because both of them are the opposites of Bittl. And therefore, somebody who makes a blemish in the letter Yud, which represents Bittl. So, for example, Kas or Gasus Haruach, both of them make a blemish in the latter Yud because both of them are lacking Bittl and Yud represents Bittl. Similarly, when a person doesn't engage in Torah learning as they should do, Bittl Torah De Raisa Nechachma, they are creating a blemish in Torah, which issues forth from the latter Yud. The next letter, Hey, of the name, represents the broad meditation of a person in the greatness of the Ein Seif to fire up their heart. So just like the letter Hey, which has breadth, and length. And if a person therefore does not fire up their heart in their service of Hashem, then they incur the punishment of Because then a person burns, what's burning in their heart is a strange fire for material pleasures. Many details in transgression, or <clears throat> the non-performance of mitzvahs, which make a blemish in the name Havaya, each person knowing what type of blemish they've done in their soul. And for that reason, they can't bring the name Havaya into Elikim, who had simtum b'yichuda tatov ilah liyos eskafi of ishapcha. They are unable to bring down the shame Havaya into Elikim in the levels of yichuda ilah and yichuda tatov to suppress and to and to transform because they've blemished the name Havaya. So what should such a person do? What's the counsel for them? They should cry out to Havaya. A person needs to cry out from the depth of their heart. 
Veliyah's bottle, Venichlo Be'eren Sa Baruch Mamish. And they need to include themselves and become nullified within Shalamailam Be'bechinus Havaya in a level which is higher than Havaya. Kiyani Havaya Hushmi, because as we said beforehand, the name Havaya represents my name, Teniskalil. However, the very essence of Hashem nikras b'shem anoichi has the name anoichi, misha anoichi. She'ein and nitzvus b'shem, because that level of anoichi, the level of atzmus, is not represented in a name. And therefore, when a person cries from the depth of their heart, they reach out to a level which is higher than the name Havaya. About that it says, That what is, what obliterates, what takes away Peshoim, <coughs> what takes away the Avera, it's the level of Anoichi. And it's written, Before the name of Havaya, that's where Tahara, purity, comes from. Higher than the name Havaya. And it is to that level that there is the elevation of the souls of Israel on the day of Yom Kippur. And that is elicited by the Rachmanus, the mercy of Yaakov Avinu, which goes from the highest of levels to the lowest of levels. Which means, it goes from the lowest of all the levels, to which a person has descended into the pits, to the highest of levels, which is the very first of all levels, which is the level of Anoichi, which is higher than the name of Avaya. And what is this Rachmanus? That a person should arouse mercy for the godly spark in their soul. After taking to heart the exaltedness of the Ein Sof in his glory and in his essence that he is truly exalted from the name Havaya. Because the name Havaya resides in Chochma. And the level of Chochma itself is correlated with the concept of Asiya, which is the lowest of levels. In other words, that level of even Chochma of Atsilas is in reference to the higher level of Atmos considered like Asiya Gashmis. And if that's the case, what a tremendous Rachmanus it is on the spark of godliness within a person's soul. How they have descended so mightily from such a high precipice. And it's that level of mercy, oisa onam avakshim. That's what we request when we say, Elokei oilam barachamecha harabim. 
God of the world, with your great mercy, with your mercy, meaning to say, you, only you know what a tremendous Rachmanus it is, to no end. We don't have the capacity to estimate the huge Rachmanus that it is for such a descent. Meir and Sav Baruch to go so low from and distant from the Oir and Sav. Because our souls are limited, creation something from nothing, and therefore they cannot feel. They can't feel the tremendous descent. And that is the meaning of Chana davening Al Havaya, on Havaya, Uboche Sivka and her crying, Shalidei Bechines Bechia, through her crying, He Bechines Umidus Hisoderus Harachmonus, which was the arousal of mercy, Tispalal Al Havaya, she prayed on Hashem, literally, Al Daika, meaning that she reached a, le- a level which is higher than the name of Havaya. So now we will be able to understand the Pasuk Shuva Yisrael, which tells Yidin to do Shuva, Ad Havaya Lekacha, Pirush, which means, Ad Shahavaya Yia Bechinus Alukim Vetsimtum, that we should do tshuva to the extent that Havaya will be like Eloi Kecha, it will be a tzimtzum, al yidei ha-tshuva hu harachmonas, through the tshuva, in other words, like the second pirush in Havaya hu alikim, that <clears throat> the level of Havaya is considered like only alikim, but we need to go even higher than that, through the Hisodorus Harachmanus. Ki ikara teshuva beleif, because the principle teshuva is in a person's heart. Shetia hatshuva gedolah kol kach bepnimis aleiv meum kedeliba, that a person's teshuva should be so great, coming from the depth of their heart. Ad ki yoshuv li bottle v'li kolo be'erin sof baruchu mamish, so that they should do teshuva and become. <clears throat> included in the Oiren Sof Baruch Hu, literally, which is much higher than Havaya, Rak Lifne Havaya Titaru, and higher than that level of Havaya, it's from there that comes the Torah. And I, meaning the essence of Hashem, takes away the Averis. <laughs> 